0: Good evening. Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I am back. We took last week off, but this Sunday, Dino and I have returned. And we got a lot going on this evening, so I'm going to get right to it. Let's find Dino. Where is Dino? There he is. Let's get his intro music. My new favorite Dino intro music. Love it. Hello. hang on, we're gonna play your intro music. I love this one. It's this the best intro music yet. You pussy motherfucker. You pussy motherfucker. That's fantastic! You pussy motherfucker. <laughs> you, pussy
1: motherfucker. <laughs> you pussy motherfucker. I start dancing Viper when I whores. hear whores. You
0: pussy motherfucker. Viper whores. You pussy That's motherfucker. You pussy motherfucker. I love that song. Fuck the P. Busardo intro. That one's the best. Every song's got the same words.
1: Huh? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like you hang your hat on one line. Here's
0: your other intro. This is a good one, too. Flavor. Same line. You just keep on singing it over and over. Flavor. It's great.
1: Pussy motherfucker?
2: I'm hungry. Oh my God.
0: Second pussy I love your motherfucker? intros. Even. Let's hear a JC West intro. What happened to JC West? Where the hell'd he go? Another flash,
1: his third flash in the pan. He has the best intro. We're gonna
3: smoke some dope, shoot some meth, then we're gonna do a video. <laughs> then we're gonna do a video.
0: He's gonna smoke some dope. We're gonna smoke some dope, shoot some meth, shoot some meth. Then he's gonna do a video. Then we're gonna do a video.
4: <laughs>
0: What's going on? I'm tired today. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, am I t- I, listen, I'm tired today, too. I know what you were doing today. I have a whole... You have no idea what a fucked up day I had today, but I'll But I. i get into that later. There's things we have to discuss, okay. but we'll have to discuss them later because I got to stick on a schedule. I got a schedule I got to keep. All in right. fact, the first person I got to bring on is Russ. Where's Russ? Where's Russell? Hang on, I got to put his number in. I got to talk to him. I was listening, Did you listen to his uh, last show?
1: I, I don't think I listened to the entire show, but portions of it I did. I did. I, I, I thought he said in the beginning of the show he was going to talk about the Mayweather fight. I don't think he ever did.
0: Uh, maybe not, but that's not what I want to talk to him about. Something else I want to talk I want to him about his guest. Hey, what's up, Josh? Hey, what's going on? How you doing, Russ? Are you there, Russ? How's Can you? you hear us? I'm here. Okay, good. Why are you so fucking loud? Holy shit. Hang on. Let me turn you down a little bit. All right. So uh, I was listening to your last show that you just did, Mm -hmm. and you had a guest on called, his name was Gareth, right? Gareth? Yep. And he was talking about, maybe you missed it, Dino. He was talking about a site, it's a review site. And not only will it have reviews, he actually was defined as the Yelp of e-liquid review sites, which I think is a big mistake because Yelp doesn't have a very good reputation right now. But anyway, the Yelp of e-liquid review sites will offer third-party diacetyl testing with results posted right on the site. So I heard the part of third-party diacetyl testing right on the site, and I thought this is fantastic. Right? This is great. Excellent. That'd be fantastic. So I was listening to us interview him. And Russ asked him, you know, how is that going to work? How, how is the testing, the whole testing going to work? And what he said was that they were going to offer, you know, the uh, e-liquid companies, and they don't have to do the testing if they want to be on the site, but it will be an option where they could opt into having, uh, you know, testing put on the site. And what he said is, is that they would uh, buy the e-liquid from the companies, and then they send it out and have it tested. Now, when I heard that, I thought, well, that's no fucking good because all they're going to do is just send the fucking guy, uh, you know, uh, liquid without any diacetyl or anything in it that that they know is going to test good. So actually, I, I, I texted Russ about this after, and I'm like, well, that's no fucking good. And Russ had told me something that they didn't mention on the air, which I think is very pertinent to the discussion because I'm sure other people thought the same thing I did. So it's not exactly going to go that way. How's how's he going to go, Russ? How's he going to get this e-liquid and get it tested without them, you know, without the e-liquid companies trying to alter it in any, in any sort of way?
3: Well, the exact way that he's going to do it, I don't know. But I have the exact same concern as you did, Kevin. And um, you're right that I should have brought this up in the interview. But what I what I talked with him about was. Along the lines of, well, you know, it's exactly what you just said. If, if you buy from the company, they'll send you something that they know is clean, you know, so that's not So what would likely happen is he would have, I don't know, his brother-in-law, a friend, is, is what, you know, somebody that isn't him at his business address or whatever, buy the liquid and then just give it to him and then he'll send it out for testing.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be that way because I mean they'll yeah. they'll just send yeah. them clean. You know, like uh, Tom, ba- your friend Tom Baker, Dino called it. he's a fucking idiot. Oh, I don't think the companies would alter their test results. Of course they would. What <laughs> planet is <of> he <C> on? <laughs> of course they're alter it. That, that, that's insane to think that they wouldn't. So I mean, it's one like, uh, one 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 could argue that that's already happened. Right. I was just about to bring it up. It has, as far as I'm concerned, it's already happened. And this is like one of the biggest liquid companies in the fucking, probably the world. So, yes, they absolutely absolutely would do that. And it's, you know, I hope, I really hope he does it that way so they have no idea where this liquid's coming from. Even if they had his friends go to a brick and mortar and buy it and then bring it to him and have it out for testing. Uh, That would be phenomenal. Now, what is going to happen, Russ, is I think he'll be lucky if he gets 5 companies to agree to this. I think most will opt out of it. They won't have anything to do with this, especially if they know that they that, you know, the way it's going to be done, how the liquid's going to get and how it's going to be tested. I I don't think hardly any companies will opt for this. I think that's the pr- I think it's great. I hope I'm wrong and I hope it works, but I just see very very few companies opting to do this because they know motherfucking well what's in their liquid and they're not going to put it out there. That's just my opinion.
3: Well, let me well, let me ask you a question, Kevin. Do you think that there are, well, two questions. Number one, pretend you're an e-liquid manufacturer and you have done your due diligence and you know your stuff is clean. um, Would you want to sign up for this?
0: Absolutely, I would.
3: Okay. Second question, do you think that there are more than five e-liquid companies that have clean liquid and do do, due diligence?
0: I think there are, out of all the e-liquid companies, if we're lucky, 10 Ten to fifteen percent of them have clean e-liquid. Uh, the other eighty-five percent do not.
4: Well, well,
3: that's a that's a lot more than five companies.
0: Uh, yeah, but I, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I listen. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope a lot of companies sign up for it, and it's also going to be a cost factor to it as well. I mean, I think a lot of the big, big, big companies they don't really need something like that. And, and I'll tell you something else, Russ. A lot of these e-liquid companies, because I know this because we have to deal with them all the time at work. You know, the last thing in the world I think they want at this point is, cause, is a- any sort of advertising because, you know, some of these e-liquid companies, I'm not going to name names, but it's a fucking joke how they run their business. You know, you, you send them a fucking uh, order form to order some liquid. It takes days for them to get it. Sometimes it takes weeks. I mean, it's it's the mo- it's unbelievable how unprofessional it is, it, you know. I, and I think some of them just get so slammed with uh, orders that they just really don't care at that point. But I don't know. Listen, I I, yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be a small I, I, I amount mean, that does it, but
4: who knows? Yeah,
3: I mean, you know better than me as far as that's concerned. But the way I see this going, and I hope you know, it's not going to be easy. Um, but if he is successful with it, I think it's going to be a site, you know, if it has the, the functionality with the filtering and you can search by flavors and all the, you know, that, that's, that's great. But you know, the, the thing that got me and sounds like what you're interested about the, the testing stuff, it sounds like to me that the only companies he's going to get are going to be ones that are professional clean liquids. And he's going to be like the go-to because there are people concerned about this thing. He's going to be like the go-to site for people who are going to search for clean liquids, basically, and you know, use the other site functionality, I think I think it's going to be top tier type companies that end up participating in this, and, and and only good companies, you know.
0: Well, I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, listen, if there's companies on there that are opting to do it, um, and they've got great test results, I'll certainly buy from them because I don't want any of that shit my my mm-hmm. liquid. You know what, Dina? We, we almost need like yeah. a like a like a vape superhero, like someone who goes out and just buys liquid from different places and sends them out to test. And then he, what happened he with cu-
1: Ames? Weren't they supposed to be ensuring that their members have uh, liquids that are not have no uh, diacetyl or their or...
0: members? Okay. That's the key, Dino. they members.
1: Well, they still got members up that haven't supplied that information either. I mean, I've been waiting for it for a while.
0: I have no idea.
1: We got to find out about that. I don't <laughs> know.
0: Either. Okay. The last, the I don't, last I don't know either. there
1: the last time we had, um, what's his name on? Um, Ball Groove. Uh, Lou. Lou.
0: No, no, not no, Lou. not Lou. Uh,
1: the guy with the, the the movie. Link.
0: Link, yeah. Yeah, Link.
1: He, he said that by the end of the year, they were supposed to have all their members were going to have, uh, you know, certifications available. And, I, you know, and they still don't. I, I know of one vendor in particular that's uh, an a member and still doesn't have their uh, information out there. So, what about them? I mean, you got all these people that are going to do all this shit, but nobody's doing nothing, pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much what's happening. It's all bullshit, really. I don't need, I shouldn't even be talking about this. Not my fucking company. Well, there,
3: there are, there are, no, there are some companies that that are even incorporating their e-liquid testing into their marketing literature. Like, I got this. Um, Baker White sent me some new flavors. They're, they're actually all custard flavors, which are notoriously the most difficult to make without uh, uh, diacetyl or acetylpropanol. Um, so it's all, they're all custard flavors. And in so obviously they sent me the bottles, but there's also like some literature where on one side it like describes all the flavors and on the reverse side, it shows the lab tests on on those liquids, which is pretty That's cool great. to incorporate that into marketing. I think it's a great idea. That's
1: awesome. I mean, I've, I've, and, uh, and yeah, I, if, if I it. find out that they have, uh, uh, diacetyl in the juice, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Cause I can't find anything else I like.
3: Well, it sounds like, it sounds like you don't want to know because if you really wanted to, you just send it off to have it tested yourself.
1: I was kind of, yeah, I guess I, I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess you could- you're right. You could do that.
0: I, I don't I know. It's that. just hard for me to believe any, you know, okay, for example, Nickwood does this. Nickwood, uh, you know, puts out their test results. Uh, I trust Nickwood, but that's just because I know them. I know Adam, Jack, and Scott, and I know that they wouldn't lie. I know they wouldn't put out anything false. So I trust that. It's just, it, after the whole suicide buddy thing, it's, I think it's hard for a lot of people just to trust e-liquid companies, Russ, who say that their stuff is good and put out test results.
3: Yeah. I mean, I understand that, but, you know, I, I, for listen, like, like we started off this conversation saying we already know it's we already strongly suspect, you know, it's happened that, a that a company has put out results that are highly suspect. But on the other hand, if you, as a company, like there's very few companies that do put out the results, like, um, like for example, um, mountain Oak, uh, dimitri 's involved with them. Uh, if you go to their website, you click on any bottle and well you, you go to the you go to the page for a for a flavor and then there 's a link that pops open the lab results so when you do that and you 're in the vast minority of vendors who are doing that i mean you know, you're you're kind of like announcing to the world, hey, this is what I do. Anyone could then easily just go buy some of their stuff and have it tested. And if it comes back negative, I mean, that's going to be a huge, you know, that that's going to be a huge, you know, black eye for them. They're, they're, you're calling attention to yourself when you do that, when you voluntarily put this information out. So I don't know. I think it's unlikely that companies are... It, it, unless it becomes the norm where most companies are putting out information. If we get to that point, that'll be wonderful. But, um, right now, I don't know. I, I think most companies that are putting that information out now are being honest, but that doesn't mean it should be taken, you know, like it's, it's written in stone. Yeah. You know, there, there, there should be third party stuff going on. The agree. problem
0: is there's I totally just, agree with you know, you yeah.
3: Yeah. But the, the problem is, is that until this guy came out with this idea, um, there was really no way to do it, like as a business, because you know it's expensive. You know, right. it's expensive to test stuff. So, yep. you know, this guy seems to have figured out a way where he can do it. The, the manufacturer pays for the testing, and uh, he's got a you know a site that you know he can put ads on and make a few
0: bucks. Well, that's the problem that we had. We were discussing trying to do a site like that. Was that. You know, I would have meetings with these people and they'd say, well, you know, we have the, the liquid companies send the results. I'd say, I'm sorry, can't trust them. You know, we're trusting that they're going to do the yeah. right thing and send us accurate results. And, and I, I can't put my name on something that's going to that. I don't know if what we're putting up there is accurate or not. I mean, it, it just it wouldn't. Work. And then we thought of, well, we could do the testing ourselves. But that, the, that's an outrageous amount of money. I mean, it was just we couldn't figure mm-hmm. out a way to do it. So if he figured out a way to do yeah. it, fantastic. I mean, I, I, I hope it works. I, I really do. We, we, we need something. I mean, something's got to be done. But I, before you go, Russ, I, I, I got to bring this up too because I got to bring on Cynthia 930. But there's something I want you to hear, and I want to get your comment on it. And I don't well, know if I wait, want to – Wait, wait, wait.
3: Hang on. Kev, yeah. Kev before, because it sounds like you're changing topics, yes. can I just get this guy's email address out there doing the, this website? Yes, yes. Okay, so if you're an e-liquid manufacturer – and you make good product and it's clean and you're interested in getting involved with Gareth's, uh, venture. You can email him at Gareth G a R E T H at steam labs, vapor.com. S T E A M L A B S V A P O R.com.
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Now, but- I, I, I want to bring this up since I have you on. Now I want I I want you to hear this. I saw this on CNN the other day and I want you to I, I want to see what you think about it. And I'm not sure if I want to know what Dino thinks about it, but if he wants to say what he what he thinks about it, <laughs> then that's fine. There is this thing on CNN the other day I saw. I, I just I was walking through the living room and it came on and it just caught me. There's this guy, he's a Mexican American, okay? Uh, he has a barbecue restaurant, and he's having something called White Appreciation Day. And he, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he's having white appreciation. Actually, both of the owners are Mexican-Americans. And they exp- – they, they, here, I'll play the clip. They explain <laughs> it.
2: Listen to this. The owners of a barbecue restaurant in Colorado have sparked some outrage after announcing they plan to offer a discount to white customers one day, just one day, next month. Uh, we have the owners with us, at least one of them, uh, Mexican-American. They say they believe all Americans should be celebrated. Uh, joining us, one of the owners behind White Appreciation Day, Edgar Antion. Edgar, thank you for joining us this morning.
4: Thanks for having me.
2: So first tell me, how did this idea for White Appreciation Day come about?
4: Well, it, it started off as a joke, realistically, um, it's something that we were talking about Black History Month and how we, uh, as Mexicans, we have Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, so, and, and we started going through everything, and we figured, hey, white people don't have a day where we can just simply say, hey, l- l- let's appreciate the, the white community as well.
2: Well, you know, there, there are lots of people who are critical of, of White Appreciation Day, and the argument yeah. for those months uh, historically have been that these groups, African Americans, uh, Hispanic Americans, women as well, uh, have been omitted from school curricula textbooks the national conversation about the social fabric so these months are dedicated to highlighting those those contributions but you you understand that right
4: i i completely understand that i get it i've been i've been victim of, of racism it's not like i i don't understand that that it doesn't exist yeah. um however our intention wasn't to to highlight oh let, let's put people uh, uh, white people on a on a pedestal It just Our intention was was merely to fight fire with fire and eliminate the need for all of that. We're all Americans. We all have a history, bad, good, indifferent. We all have that. For us, it was about moving past that and understanding that we're all the same. We're all equal. Uh, One class of citizen shouldn't be treated differently than another class of citizen. Um, We're all human beings. We're all Americans. We should all love each other and understand each other. That was really our true intention behind all of this. It wasn't just about white people. Yes, that's the way we presented it. But again, it was just to fight fire with fire. Russ, your thoughts?
3: Good marketing, I guess. You, want, you made it to
4: <laughs> CNN.
0: <laughs> I think it's just a marketing ploy? <laughs> no, but I mean, what, take it seriously. Hey. Hang on, take it seriously, what, what, what he's saying. Do you agree with him? Do you think he's wrong?
3: Listen, here's the way I'd put it: If I owned a restaurant, I would not have a White Appreciation Day. I would not have a Black Appreciation Day. I would not have a Gay Appreciation Day. I would not have a Woman Appreciation Day. I would have, I don't know, a Fourth of July sale or you know national holiday stuff. The, the, I I don't think I, I think there's way too much emphasis, you know, people put on on race and gender. People are people, right? You know, I don't know. I just, you know, I had a conversation. I got, I got a buddy. Um, he's gay and I had a conversation with him. He actually ended up agreeing with me, believe it or not. My statement was that there's no such thing as a gay person. And he's like, "What, what the hell are you talking about? I'm gay. I'm like, well, you like, you know, you like to have sex with the, with members of the same sex. So you you have gay sex, but that, I don't think that means you're a gay person. I think if people thought of it that way, there would be so much less all, all this nonsense over like marriage and everything. It's like, no, they're not gay. They're just people. they are two people who want to have a contract. They want to have a marriage contract. They're not gay people. They're just people, you know, and I, I think the same thing about race. Also, people are just people people get way too hung up. And, and when you do that, You're you're carrying, you know, centuries of stereotyping that now get attributed to an individual who had nothing to do with any of that. People are just people.
0: Okay. Dino, any comments? Dino?
1: (laughs) Oops, sorry. Shut my mic off. (laughs) Uh, I think it's funny. I think the guy's a moron. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking, how could you do that? That's fucking retarded.
0: Listen, I, I think he's only doing it to get a promotion, and, and he's getting promotion, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, I just walked by, and I heard White Appreciation Day, and I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> what the fuck is You should try running that fucking in the Bronx. Yeah, right. Yeah, do that <laughs> in, like, one of the pizza places while White Appreciation Day. See how that goes <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> that would work real well. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Well, That's, you know, the, but what kind of? But
3: but but you know, there's like a point to be made here, which I don't know that he was trying to make it. But like, yeah, and I understand. Like a lot of the times, like the reporter said, they have these kinds of sales and promotions to, you know, highlight the fact that various groups have been oppressed in the past, and 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 I get that. Believe me, I get it. But the fact that, I don't know. I just I just think that people are they're they're constant. Concentrate on specific incidents that happen, yes. On specific inequalities that are happening, yes. But when you, when you lump people together like that, I don't know how productive it is, really. I, I don't know. That's just my opinion.
0: Okay. Very interesting. I thought you'd find that fascinating. I sure as it's, hell. It's, it's something. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. All right, guys. Have a great show. Okay. Thanks, Russ. So Talk long. to you later
1: you think if the guy would have had a Black Appreciation Day, he would have got the uh, the spot on CNN. No, probably not. <laughs>
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> he could have Black, Asian, Hispanic. Wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. It was White Appreciation Day that got it for him. Yeah, and I think I think it's all bullshit. I think he's. Just, but hey, it's working. I'm certainly getting him uh, getting him promoted. There's no question about that. All right, it is almost nine thirty. I want to bring Cynthia on real quick. Cynthia Cabrera is the superstar over at Safada, and I just want to ask her about the conference real quick. And because Mitch Zeller, the director for the Center for Tobacco Products, spoke at the uh, conference, and I'm dying to see what her opinion of what he said was. I mean, I don't think it was good from what I heard, but I don't know. Maybe she heard something different. Maybe she got a positive out of it. Who knows? Where's Cynthia? I have to call Cynthia. And then after we talk to Cynthia, I'm going to bring Jan on real quick. And then I'm going to go over my horrific day with Dino. And then we're going to talk about the fight of the century that I won. Blow me. I I have intro music for it. That's wonderful. (laughs) I have intro music for everything. Hang on. Where is Cynthia Cabrera, this wonderful woman? Holy shit. Why is the phone so loud? What is up with that? Pongersley soft. It is loud this evening. Hello. Hello, Cynthia Cabrera. You're on the air. How are you? I'm
5: fine, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm very good. First, I want to thank you for coming on. No, before I do that, first, I want to thank (laughs) you for everything you've done for us in Connecticut. Cynthia is the super rock star of Safada. And okay. let me tell you something. We she made it so simple for us vendors in Connecticut to get together and start a Connecticut chapter. And we've been putting putting together a fundraiser to raise money, and she's been helping us with that. And it's just been phenomenal everything you've done. So I will thank you on the behalf of every vapor and every vendor in the state of Connecticut. I can speak for all of them. <laughs> Thank you very much. So I, I wanted to have you on. Oh, you're very welcome. It's just, it's just been, it's, it's really saved us. It really has. It's saved us from God, you know, what, what the, the legislation they had going on with us would have been out of business. And it just really did. Between you and Greg and, and, and Safada, it's just been a, a wonderful thing. But I, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the conference. There was a Safada conference in Chicago um, a few days ago. And, uh, yeah. Mitch Zeller spoke at the conference, which almost made me hop out of. Place. If I didn't have to work, I would have been there. I would have hopped. Out. I was dying to hear what, what he had to say. I would like your take on what he had to say. Did, did, was it negative? Was it positive? Did you get anything good out of it? Was it all bad? I mean, how did you feel a- about what you, the FDA is going to do after Mitch uh, Zeller spoke?
5: Well, I mean, I think the first thing we need to recognize is that this was the first time ever, ever, ever that Mitch Zeller had been to a vapor event, ever. So in and of itself, huge, that the vapor industry has achieved that kind of uh, validity and status, you know, that I could contact his office and get him to come to this thing is a huge thing. I mean, a year ago, two years ago, that would definitely not have happened. Right. And Mitch is a master of saying a lot of things and afterwards you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what did he say? And it's really, it's really interesting because when we had, so in the agenda, you know, he spoke and right after he spoke, there was a break. Yep. So everybody just kind of, you know, left the, the ballroom and went to the, to the, to the next ballroom where there was snacks and coffee and all that stuff. And it was interesting because I was walking around, I mean, and I sat there, I I listened to most of it. I missed probably two minutes of it, but I walked outside and people were just milling around and everybody was talking about his presentation. And what was interesting to me was that the long time insider folks, you know, the folks who've, who've either worked with him or have been on the tobacco side of things for, you know, 20, 30 years, whatever. They were all like, oh my God, did you hear what he said? Did you pick up on the nuance? Did you hear, I mean, and but the, on the vapor side, people were like, well, he didn't say anything. He didn't give us any information. He didn't, you know, whatever. But the people who've been doing this for a long time were like, okay, so we got a little bit more this time. So we've got another nugget. And it really, it's like parsing together clues and details he's restricted from telling us in advance what's going to happen but he goes as far as he can to say things and you know i don't know if you've been um, keeping track a lot but mitch has said a lot of things in support of vapor that the fda has not necessarily reflected in their actions you know, Mm -hmm. and he was gone from the FDA for a while. He came back and there's a lot of people who have been there for a long time and he has to deal with them. So I found it interesting. Yeah, he didn't give us a whole ton of stuff, but I did find it interesting that he mentioned, you know, that they, they, he he meant, and it's for people to, you know, you kind of got to read between the lines. So he said he understands Vapor's potential, that you know it's a good option to have out there. And he said, and I have to deal with the issue of um, public health, right? Because right. the way that the FDA, the mandate is for FDA, the way that it is, it is um, – he doesn't just deal with one person's health, right? That's not his job. It's the population health. So he was saying – my the, the, the decisions are difficult because we have to look at this as in is vapor better for smokers and it is, is it also better for everybody else on the planet and we would all say yes right
0: right exactly no yep
5: what happens is it opens the door for the antis to say well wait we don't know that I mean I think you know this um that there's a group out in California Americans for non-smokers rights yep and those folks have had a field day with vapor as a matter of fact when we did our very first conference ever which was in las vegas um two and a half years ago three years ago the first one we ever did there was somebody there from americans for non-smokers rights and they didn't disclose who they were with and they sat in our conference and they took back the information that, you know, they got at our conference. Because our conferences are very informative. You know, we talk about the challenges and how to move forward and that kind of thing. And we had a couple of lawyers there talking about the deeming regs and, you know, creative solutions to them and that kind of thing. And this woman took back all that information and literally put together like a game plan to beat us down with this information. You know?
0: wonderful. So
5: Mitch was saying... Yeah, it <laughs> I could talk to you about that for like three hours. So probably don't want to get me started on um the rhetoric that's out there and the just colossal stupidity that rules a lot of people. Um but anyway, so Mitch was saying that he understands the potential that this has out there and he was also saying, Listen, it's it's not just me. It's not, you know, it's it's not just me that has to make this decision. I have to deal with people that are gonna call me out on the population health part. But, you know, that's kind of like our issue, yours, mine, the vapor industry, because we've not done a good enough job of getting people on our side.
0: Right, right. You know? What what do you think... Where do you think he's standing on flavors? Did he give any indication of that at all? Because that's my fear, is that he may... Think okay, this could be good for public health. Uh, Vaping is obviously getting people off cigarettes, but oh, not these flavors. are attracting children. Is he on that same bandwagon? Did it seem like like he was, or did he mention anything at all about flavors? It
5: didn't seem he's he's really good. I don't know if you've ever watched him on TV, but he's really good about like a poker face. Like I would never play cards with this guy, um, yeah. because he's just like completely impassive. It's like he's carved from stone. And he did say. Uh, and I don't remember exactly what it was. So he took questions at the end. And so people like wrote questions on index cards. And I can tell you because I was watching the runners going back and forth, you know, collecting all the questions and taking them up there. Mm-hmm. There had to be an inch and a half of, of cards with questions on them. It was unbelievable how many questions there were. And a lot of them were duplicates and that kind of thing. But there, were, so I, I don't remember if it was in his presentation that he mentioned it or if it was in a question. But somebody asked about flavors, and so he said, "So the issue for us, for you and me, and the vapor industry is that we are dealing with an agency and the anti's that you know try to influence what the agency does. That try to work in absolutes." And so his response was, "So we have to look at this as will it never attract." a minor? That's the question that has to be answered. Now, you and I know that that question could go in any direction. Right. And the issue that for public health and for us, again, to educate people is there's a doctor, um, he's a researcher, his name is David Abrams, and he's very big in the anti and the harm reduction movement and whatever. And I remember talking to him at a conference about a year and a half ago, two years ago in Virginia. And he said something about how we had to ban flavors. He wasn't coming down hard on e-cigs necessarily, but he was coming down on flavors. And I talked to him afterwards and I said, how do you as a public health professional square the idea that you think flavors might be attractive to minors with the reality and the knowledge that this is what gets adult smokers off of cigarettes. I said, how do you how do you keep that in those two ideas in your head and be okay with it? You know, and he said, well, that is something that we need to look at. He said, you know, I I do need to think about that. And he has, you know, shifted his position somewhat since then. And the FDA is facing the exact same thing. I think that the people that are in the know, the ones that understand what the product is. I don't know if you watched the uh, Legacy Institute's um, briefing that they did last year. But in that briefing, you know, Mitch kept saying, you're not asking the right questions, you know, because they kept trying to demonize vapor. And he kept saying, you know, you're, you're, you're not asking the right questions. So I, have, I share your same concerns. But my issue is not that Mitch won't get it. My issue is that he may get so much internal pushback that there's nothing he can do about it. And for the longest time, I have tried to figure out how to give this guy some cover mm-hmm. so that he can make the right decisions for the industry and for smokers, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, and see, that that really – number one, I, I, I can't comprehend why they're even debating flavors and the children thing. We have 50 billion flavored alcohols, and no one has ever come out and said, oh, you're attracting children with flavored alcohol. That seems to be fine, but – Flavored e-liquid seems to be just attracting children. I don't get it. See, my, my fear of the flavor thing is, for example, our legislation we had here in Connecticut, um, we had a flavor ban. They wanted to define e-cigarettes as a tobacco product. They wanted to you know, ban it where you couldn't so – they wanted to do all kinds of stuff. The lobbyists got it down to wherever you can smoke, you can't vape, and um, childproof caps on the e-liquid. And she said, that's that's all you're going to get. It's not going to get any better than that. They dropped the flavor ban everything else. She said, that's as good as it's going to get. But but there's a stipulation in there. The stipulation is once the FDA deeming regulations come out, they can go back and change it. So, for example, if they come out with those deeming regs and say, uh, the FDA is calling for a ban on flavors. Now, here in Connecticut, they can go back to that legislation and say, oh, the FDA doesn't want flavors. Okay, no flavors. And they can put it right back in there. That's scary. Well,
5: they could do that anyway.
0: Yeah.
4: So,
5: you know, any any bill could be executed um, to meet like a new goal or a new intent. But you're right. And so, again, I go I go back to the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's that unless we are able to shift public perception. And the thing is, I think people don't realize this. I mean, I wake up in the morning. Hey. How many listeners do you have before I curse, before
0: I say something? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I wake up every morning and I think, which shit is going to hit the fan today? Right. Because there are so many challengers and we have so much opposition. And I mean opposition that people don't have any clue about. I mean, I walk out of meetings sometimes and like I'm, I feel like I'm shell-shocked. Yep. You know, just like it's overwhelming. And so there's, so there's a few things. So the FDA, whatever comes out with the FDA, um, any state could go back and, you know, make a change. But there are bills being passed that we're trying. So, for example, the Nelson bill, one of the things that our lobbyists worked on with the Nelson bill was to make sure that it establishes a ceiling for child-resistant packaging, right? Because we didn't want the states to be able to go back after that bill was passed and introduce something even more onerous or more expensive when it's not necessary, right? Yep. So that's what we want. And in a lot of places, and you know this because I've had this conversation with your lobbyists, in a lot of places what we've done is really pushed, you know, the idea that the federal regs need to come out first and then the states can line up with the federal regs, because right now the patchwork of legislation that's coming out is going to be brutal for businesses to deal with. You know, you guys, it, it's going to cost you so much more money to do business the way things are shaking out right now. And again, I go back to we as an industry, we need to pull together. We need, and I'm not talking about kumbaya. I'm talking about understanding that we all have the same business um, threat, and coming together to fight that threat, and the threat is that people don't understand why flavors are important, and you know the the, the line back needs to be: these are adult products; these are adult products for adult smokers.
0: So some of you these legislators
5: shouldn't have access to them, and that answers the question of they, of flavors. But there's just so many things in between there that makes it too easy for for opponents to challenge us.
0: I'm and, sorry. Go ahead. And some of these legislators don't understand anything at all i I, I got to play this, Cynthia. This, l- listen to this exchange. Now, this was at the hearing we had a few months ago. This was Nick. Uh, I think you know Nick. Nick has one of the stories here in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to one of the legislators. Listen to this. This is how uneducated they are. Representative Sayers.
6: Thank you. Um, where does nicotine come from?
0: It comes from tobacco.
6: So then anything that has nicotine in it would be a tobacco product?
0: Uh, no, I disagree. Why not? Because it's the delivery system, and again- um, I'm not talking
6: refer- about, I'm talking about nicotine. Where does nicotine come from?
0: The tobacco plant.
6: So therefore, it is a tobacco Tomatoes. product. Tomatoes. It
0: comes from actually a lot of different sources.
6: But its primary and only sources, tobacco. So therefore, no, anything containing not nicotine correct. is a tobacco plant. Not, that's
0: not an accurate statement. It comes from other sources. You
6: better check. <laughs>
5: That's what we're dealing with <laughs>
6: you,
0: Do
5: you want me to outdo you? Do you want me to one-up you on this?
0: Uh, go ahead because I, I don't know, it's hard to okay. one-up her <laughs> I, I'm going to do it for you right now
5: okay. I sat in D.C. in Capitol Hill In the, staff, in the office of a chief of staff Of um, somebody, a congressman who lost He lost this last election So he's not there anymore And we were talking about the flavor deal and, you know, she's like, well, you know, and he was running for reelection. And so she was like, listen, I would like your group, you know, your association to do this, this and this and this. And these were all things that we already do. Like the responsible business owners already do, you know, child resistant packaging, not marketing to minors, you know, age, age verification, that kind of thing. So stuff that, you know, it's kind of like a no brainer. Right. And, um, And I'm like, well, what are you going to give us in exchange? She's like, well, when he wins the election, we can talk about it. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work because I'm not going to negotiate away. I'm not going to tell her, but I'm not going to negotiate away stuff that we're already willing to do in exchange for nothing. Right. Right. So she's like, well, you know, the flavor thing is a very big issue. And those little bottles are very colorful. And I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) <laughs> and she says, well, they're very colorful and they can attract a little, you know, a toddler. They can make it, you know, they can be really attractive to them and they can drink it. And so I looked at her and I'm like, do you have children? And she says, yeah. And I said, do you have alcohol in your home? She says, yeah. And I said, well, because I have alcohol in my house and I can tell you that those bottles are pretty. And none of them have child resistant caps on them. I said, so you're telling me. That you're worried about these tiny little bottles but you're not worried about liquor that has pretty flowers on it and her answer to me was well kids know not to drink alcohol yeah, right. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said you're joking right and like at this point like I'm kicking our lobbyist under the table like let's go like I'm done with this you know yeah. and I'm like you're joking right and she says well you know the thing she says more important than that, they can you know they could choke on this nicotine, and I'm like, how are they going to choke on the nicotine? And she says, well, you know, when they swallow the bottle, I'm like, so now we're concerned that they're going <laughs> to go from child res- So when they can't open it, they're just going to eat it in frustration. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. it was
0: unbelievable. It's scary. I could
5: have used a drink after that,
0: right? And and, and what's and what's scary, especially this woman that I played on this clip. You know, I live in Connecticut. She's making decisions for me. (laughs) That is right.
5: That's correct. You're making decisions for That's right.
0: It's frightening.
5: You should be very afraid. Yes. I'm frightened every day. Yes. I'm frightened every single day. And I I have stupid conversations with uninformed people because they, you know, listen, my mom only speaks Spanish, right? She has limited English. And so she only watches Spanish language TV. Pretty. Yep. I mean, she doesn't watch English-language TV at all. And uh, the rhetoric on Spanish-language TV about vapor products is very anti-vapor products. And about once a month, my mother will say to me, Oh, I was watching the news. Do you know your products killed somebody? I'm like, that did not happen. <laughs> and she's like, and then oh. the next month, she's like, Oh, did you know that a woman... I'm like, no, that did not happen. And, you know, and the thing is, it's because the rhetoric is out there and we are not doing enough to stop it, right? You know we're always we're always on the defensive, always, always, always.
0: And you also have idiots like Dr. Nancy Schneiderman go on the Today Show and say e-liquid can cause death. That idiot Dr. Oz Ugh. that said e-liquid can cause death, I, can cause death.
5: <laughs> I cannot stand Dr. Oz. Oh my god, I can't stand Dr. Oz.
0: But you know what's great? I, I mean, talk... but, go ahead. But you know what's great though, Cynthia? Now. Uh, Nancy Schneiderman that idiot she goes on Today Show and says that she doesn't have a job there anymore I love it I love it instinct it's karma karma I believe in karma Dr. Oz look at all the shit he's going through now
5: I didn't know that she doesn't have a job there anymore but yay
0: yep yep she is not working on on the Today Show anymore fantastic yep And, and Dr. Oz is getting a lot of shit now too um so I mean I, I truly believe in karma. I think they're saying this crap and and, and god I I hope they have the roughest time ever because it is so unbelievably irresponsible to say that e-liquid can cause death. Death. That it can yeah. kill you. That it's that's ex- oh. Yeah. And
5: people And this new I don't know if you've noticed like this meme where they say oh the liquid nicotine these containers have liquid nicotine, and I'm like constantly correcting reporters and, and, and elected officials, and I'm like, it's not liquid nicotine. Liquid nicotine is something completely different. Yep. This is an e-liquid solution that contains a small percentage, and like I say, and it's like I'm like a robot with this, but, you know, this meme is out there, and I mean, watch, you know, everybody says, oh, liquid nicotine. I'm like, oh, my God. Just give me a break. Yep. Yeah, it's a problem.
0: Well, what a lot of customers that come in our store called is oil. They go, "Hey, you got any oils?"
2: <laughs> I don't know where that came from.
0: <laughs> a lot of them use oils. Yeah, you, you, you got that flavored oil. Interesting. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's, it's nuts. So, yeah, I mean, we we have a challenge.
0: Yes, yes, we we, we do have a challenge. What uh, what do you recommend? Uh, I've already discussed at, I can't at just length with vendors and vendors know what they need to do. What, you know, vapors wonder what they can do. What, what would you tell a vapor comes to you? Says, Cynthia, what can I do? What would you instruct them to do that? they, They want to do something. What should they do?
5: They should start with their families and friends, right? And they should start with their families and friends and expand their circle of influence. Because it's not, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, I was talking to a business owner who's um, looking at a potential uh, liability issue with somebody over something, and we were talking about his strategy and, you know, what what could happen or whatever. And what he said to me was, he said, well, I feel pretty good because, you know, vapors understand what's going on. And I'm like, yeah, but the vapors are not your problem. Because when they pick the jury pool, The odds that it'll be twelve vapors are very, very low. Yep. So we need to start in. Like my mom. I mean, I am constantly. And let me tell you, I get around my mother and a bunch of her, you know, her girlfriends or whatever. And I am like, so let me tell you guys about this. My mother-in-law who lives in Texas. My mother-in-law, despite having (laughs) not being able to remember (laughs) any of the details or anything. She's running around recommending vapor products because I said that's what smokers should be using instead. Right. And I love that, you know, and I'm like, mom, if somebody says to you, well, I don't know why. I'm like, you give them my number and you tell them to call me and I'll tell them why. But this is what we need to do. We need to take the people who were afraid and our families and friends, and we need to get them on our side. We need to explain to them why this is important and get them to start talking to other people. I mean, that's what a vapor can do.
0: Yes. You know? Yes, good, great, great, great advice. Friends, family members, coworkers, you know anybody, yeah. anybody that's willing to listen. It's true because there's so. You know, I, I, I had this guy come in the store a couple of weeks ago. Cynthia, I felt so bad for this guy. He came in with his wife. He want, he wanted to stop smoking. He's like, I I want to try an e cigarette. So I was showing him, you know, like an ego-type battery and I think a gnawless. I forgot, but I was – I was show, no, I, yeah, that's what I was showing him, like a gnawless tank and and an e, like an ego-type battery. And mm-hmm. his wife's looking at it, and she goes, that does not look like the e-cigarette that I've seen. I said, well, you probably saw like a cigarette, like a stick battery, like, you know, the ones they sell in Walgreens. She goes, yes, he can have one of those. I said, well – we don't wow have, yeah i said well we don't have those and i explained why we don't have them you know they, they just don't work well and everything else she goes that looks like something that a drug user would use and he's not getting that <gasps> and he's like well are you, you kidding yeah me? and he's like well honey you know if he says it's he knows i mean if he says it's gonna work she's like you're not bringing that in my house and i'm like and i i you know i didn't know what to say i'm like trying to explain to her i'm like but ma'am this is why it looks this way and this is why it's better than the, the you know i'm trying to explain it she is not hearing it no that looks like something that a drug user would use and that is not coming in my house no way and this guy is just like but honey she's he's like no nope we're leaving and he looked at me like Ugh. He's like, I guess I can't get one. I don't know. I felt so bad for the guy. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, there's nothing I could do. But, I, you know, she was just – just I, I couldn't believe it. Like, it was only a stick battery, and that's it. He could not have anything more. You know, it, I explained you can refill this, and it's more cost effect. She did not care. And that poor guy just walked out. He's like, oh, well. And he's just probably, he's probably well, smoking right now, saying, God damn it. Why could
5: I, I – <laughs> I mean, Well, I, I hope – I I hope that his you know wife can become enlightened, and I hope he can grow a pair and be the one to enlighten her.
0: I know I try I tried mean, so hard Cynthia she was not hearing it. She looked at me like I was the devil, like I don't care what you say. That's I mean she just wasn't hearing it. I she, I, I I hope he does too. And
5: this is the thing. This is I was at um because we're in association, you know we I, we go I go to um an annual meeting that's like the meeting for associations right so like every you know trade show but it's for associations and I was talking I was walking the floor one day and I'm talking to these people and they're marketing folks and super smart and the guy is like giving me all these ideas and he's like oh and you should look at this and look at that and he's like you know you guys are under attack whatever and so one of his colleagues came over and she said um she said oh hi I'm so and so and I said, oh, I am Cynthia Cabrera, and you know, I'm with the Smoke Free Alternatives. And she's like, oh, that's so great. She says, you know what I hate? And I'm like, what? And she says, those vapor things. And I'm like, well, that's what I am. <laughs> I'm like, I represent the vapor industry. That's what I do. I, re- I like, represent those vapor oh, things. <laughs> those things that you hate, yeah. And so I get into this discussion with her, and literally, like, in my mind, I was – you know, doing the little, you know, the animation in my mind, and I was watching, like, her digging her heels in, and I was watching, like, the, the, the sticks go down further and further into the ground and entrenching her even even more and that kind of thing. But I got to tell you that I, like, and our admin was with me, and she's, like, looking at me, like, how long are you going to do this for? But by the time I left, I had gotten her at least to acknowledge that the product were better for a smoker than continuing to smoke. I mean, she still had all the other knee-jerk stuff that she hadn't thought through yet because she was, you know, going along with the party line. Well, the children and the flavors and the this, but I at least got her there, you know? So that's something. I mean, it's even sadder when you get a smoker who thinks that the products are worse than a cigarette.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that so, happens too. Sometimes we have uh vapors come in with smokers. I just the other day, this guy came in and his girlfriend was buying some e-liquid and he said, You know, those things are worse than smoking, right?
2: <laughs> I, oh, she's like, Oh,
0: man. she's like, just stop and he's like, I'm just saying, I've read it, they're worse than smoking. I don't know why you're even doing that. I mean, you know, he, he just had set in his mind. on Yeah. I, I it's on, and you know, my
5: father died of lung cancer. Um, excuse me, throat cancer. My father-in-law died of lung cancer. My father died of throat cancer. And it's like a really ugly way to die. It's very painful and it's ugly and he had radiation and that's what killed him. And it's just horrible. But that's not even why I do this job. I mean, like I am so passionate about this job. But the reason that I'm so passionate about it is because I'm a libertarian. I'm like, a, if you're not bothering anybody and you want to do something, then I respect your right to do what you want something that's better for you're not hurting anybody you're trying to actually do something better for yourself and i respect that and there is just we have this mindset these days i mean your civil liberties are getting eroded left and right and this is an example of that there's no reason that vapor products should be vilified the way they are there's absolutely no reason but there is an agenda out there and we've become part of it
0: Right, right.
5: It's this this absolute, you know, that other people can tell you what you can do.
0: Oh yeah, and it's not it's not just with what, e-cigarettes. It's it's all kinds of other. Uh, oh no, it's, yeah. Everything. it's yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yep.
5: This just happens. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of stuff, and this just happens to fall into this arena where it's easy to conflate it with tobacco. And so people who don't understand can go, oh yeah, well I'm trying to save you from yourself. Yeah, because tobacco is going to kill you. Well, it's not tobacco. You know, so it's this whole whatever, but it's a crappy place to be.
0: It is. It really, really is. And I want to, and I want to stress something uh, real quick before I let Cynthia go. Vendors, because a lot of vendors listen to this show. Vendors, there are two (laughs) things you need to do. I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. Number one, You get together with actually three things. Get together with your fellow vendors. Put all the bullshit aside. Get together. The second thing you do is you start a safada chapter in your state. And the second thing, the third thing you do is you hire a lobbyist. You need to do those three things. They need to be done now. Don't wait until something comes up. Well, everything's fine for now. It's not going to be for long. Do it now before it's too late. We luckily at the last second were able to do it. Um it's what what we did should have been done a long time ago those are the three and I'm sure Cynthia will agree get together get a lobbyist start a chapter start a chapter and do it now don't wait it's that simple don't wait i I don't know yes. uh, you know it's,
5: you're you're a thousand percent right <laughs> yes I mean you're the, uh, our Illinois chapter hired a lobbyist. I mean, God bless them. I was I flew out to Illinois last May. Oh it was June. It was June. I flew out in June and they hired their lobbyists. I mean, we found this guy, we vetted him the whole thing, whatever. And by summertime, by August, they had we you know, we had signed on the dotted line with this guy. And Illinois has been such a a great state because the lobbyist has been in there. They spent the summertime educating legislators. We've not gotten anything we can't live with. We've beaten back a ton of stuff, but it's because they didn't wait until the last minute.
0: Right. That's right.
5: And that's the thing. You can't, it's so funny. People are like, well, you know, we can't afford that money. Well, you can't afford not to do it because there are plenty of other people that are just going to do it. And, you know, I feel bad for, business owners sometimes because they're like well you know i got to run my business and you want me to go and educate my friends and families and now you want me to put money i don't want you to do anything you can't afford not to protect your business
0: right right or just go to business and not do anything and uh, not have a business i mean i don't know it's that when you have a vape shop advocating doing advocacy is a part of it that's part of the business it's that simple. You just can't open it's, up a vape shop and go. Oh, it. I don't care, and that, that that doesn't work. That's part of running no, the business. You
5: signed up for it. Yep. You're. This is part of the deal.
0: That's right. That is absolutely right. Yeah. Cynthia Cabrera, yeah, superstar of Safada. I want to. Th- <laughs> you are. Yeah, Greg Connolly is a superstar, <laughs> and you are also a superstar. You're Safada superstar. Both of you. And I want to thank you. Well, thank, thank
5: you. We'll get t shirts.
0: Yes, yes, I will. We're going to make up Cynthia Cabrera superstar Safada T-shirts, <laughs> and they will. Everybody will buy one.
5: <laughs> well, listen, I'm really proud of you. Guys. I wish I'm really proud of you guys in Connecticut. I mean, I think you've done a, a super job, and you know, I talk with with Christine and and April, and I think you guys have done a terrific job. And I'm so glad that you got the lobbyist. Nicole is awesome, and you know, just. We just need to get everybody else in line. If we if we could manage the states, the federal might not look so scary. On top of all of that,
0: and and, and I just want to say I I apologize for Christine. <laughs> 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 I know I know you, you look at that.
5: Stop texting me at seven thirty yeah. in the morning. <laughs> I I know you look at that phone sometimes.
0: You go, oh Jesus, is this woman going to stop? <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's she's
5: great. You're all no, great. She is, Everybody's she is. wonderful. <laughs> A- April
0: really April and Christine have been phenomenal. I mean, they really have. I yeah. I, I could not have gone anywhere with this if it wasn't for April and Christine. They've just been fantastic. And uh it's Yeah, it's, they've been super. They are. They're 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 phenomenal. All right. Well, Cynthia, thank you so yeah. much for coming on. Safada.sfata.org is the website. And if you're ever at any sort of vape meet or conference or anywhere, and you see Cynthia, say thank you, Cynthia, thank you, because she's busting her <laughs> ass so that you guys can continue to get your 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 flavored e liquid and mods and RBAs and RDAs and all the stuff that you want. And thank you for coming out. We'll talk to you again soon.
5: Thank you for having me on. All right, Have thanks. a good
0: one. You too. Bye. Love that woman, Dina. Where are you? I love her I'm here. She's awesome. She's the best. Jan, where are you, Jan? Can you call in? Jan, Jan, where's Jan's stuff? We got a whole thing for Jan. Jan's going to be on for a minute. I just want her to clarify something for me. There's something I saw all over social media this week, and I want Jan to clarify it because it's driving me crazy. Is she going to? Oh, wait, there she is. Good Lord. Her gun. There she is. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had her commercial. Yeah, you can call in, Jan. That's fine. AmmoSeek.com Yes, for Jan, everybody go to AmmoSeek.com Please go there It's a wonderful website They sponsor Jan So, go visit them Jan's going to call in right now Where's her music? I got all kinds of music for Jan There she is
6: Pull yourself together Learn the truth Get your shit together. Shut the fuck up. Pull yourself together. <laughs> Learn the truth. Get your shit together. Shut, Shut the, fuck the fuck up. Fuck up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Where are you, Jan? I, I don't know if that's you or not. Press. Uh, I think she's calling in. Press one. What you call in, Jings. I don't remember your. Number Jan, Jan, where are you? Hurry up, please, please, please. We'll play another Jan song Ooh, while we wait. So to me. Loaded with songs. I
6: must confess it, girl. Uh,
0: it's not letting you fall Ooh, in.
6: I like it. I like it.
0: It. Okay, I'll Skype you. We'll Skype.
6: We'll
0: bring you on over Skype.
6: Shut the Hello. fuck up! <laughs> wow, I just yelled at me.
0: Hi. Yeah, you just yelled at you. What's going on?
6: Um. Oh, legislation, legislation, legislation. All, all only the fun stuff.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I just want to bring you on real quick, okay? Because. Okay. Indiana HB 1432. <sighs> now, now it they it passed yes. through uh, what it passed through uh, second reading, second reading. Okay. OK, now I saw this stuff all week oh. all over fucking Twitter, Facebook. It's over. It's over in Indiana. It's over. It's done. It's it. it, it Vaping's ruined. Shut the it, fuck up. Wait, hang on, I want to play Jan. Listen, everybody.
6: Shut the fuck up.
0: Okay? It's it, not over. Please explain to him, Jan, why it's not it, over. It
6: kinda it it passed its second reading and then they signed it into law. You didn't let me finish. Um so the way this law is written and structured. It's so broadly and badly written that it looks to be unconstitutional. And I think if the vendors and the vapors got together, they could sue to have the unconstitutional portions of that law overturned. There's parts of it that seemingly to me, and I'm no lawyer, but I'm not stupid either, um, they violate the interstate commerce clause so that's a problem that's that's one of the things because part of the way this law was written it um it sets regulations for people who manufacture e-liquid in other states which is ridiculous you can't tell how someone how they're going to do their business in another state and that's illegal you know what i mean each right. jurisdiction has its own legalities for the people within their borders, but they're trying to do the work of the federal government with this law, in my opinion.
0: So what vendors need to do in Indiana is they need to lawyer up. Mm, Oh, yeah. They need to lawyer up, and you need to Form an
6: association and hire a lawyer.
0: What they should do is they should get a safada chapter so they can get together. They can have a safada, Indiana safada chapter, all get together, join the chapter, pool your money together, and instead of hiring a lobbyist like the other states are, hire a lawyer.
6: Hire a lawyer. It, it's it's pretty, pretty bad. And the way it's written, I've only read it about 99 times, but other people have read it hundreds. The way the law is actually written is it sort of creates some confusion, at least for lay people looking at it as to whether it even makes DIY illegal. There's a thousand dollar fine for possession of materials relating to without having a proper license. But I mean, to me, it never specifically mentions DIY, so I'm not sure if that's an issue, but it, that's something you want clarified and, and looked into and fixed. Um, and I don't know if the Hoosier Vapors have a safata chapter, but um, a lobbyist. Mm-hmm probably would be helpful for educating the legislators yeah cuz they god they need it this this is written so badly i mean it's horrific it it's um like a mild preview of what the fda could do um, right so right i would but that but shut it but they, shut it down.
0: <laughs> but, they need, but they need to lawyer up they need to get a lawyer they need to to to, to sue them on this they need to sue that's they what can. they need to do mhm
6: Yeah. Like I I said, to me, it just looks like it violates the interstate commerce clause. But what do I know? Again, I'm no lawyer. I'm just a lady who puts stuff on a shelf, but I look at a lot of legislation and that's my opinion on it. Get a lawyer. Sue them. Yes. Do it now.
0: Don't wait. Do it now. Do it now. Don't wait. And if you don't go get a lawyer, if you don't become a part of getting together with your fellow vapor or fellow uh, vendors in Indiana, and uh, pony up to get a fucking lawyer.
6: Shut the fuck up.
0: We don't want to hear it. <laughs> we don't want to hear it.
6: <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure that's what they're looking to do is, you know, Hoosier Vapors say they're talking with a legal team. So that's good. I hope so. Yeah, yeah exactly. I hope so.
0: But it's not it. it it's not i i just saw it all over all this week it's the end in indiana it's all over it's well, done
6: it, you know not it, yet. it won't it won't even be the end when fda regulations come down there's always a legal channel to go through and the the wheels of justice and of the government run really slow so there's always a way to um keep things going until things change and and that Let's be honest. That was what we all tried to do from the beginning, stall them out until the science changed, until knowledge changed, until there were enough of us to be a viable threat to people who were running for office. And by the way, if you're going to go see your legislator to talk about these things, please make sure you're a registered voter and please vote every chance you get, even if it's not something you would like to do, because they look that stuff up when you make appointments to go see them. And the more a person votes, the larger a threat that is to their job. That's right. They take that stuff seriously.
0: That's right. Ladies and gentlemen. Shit just got real. Remember. <laughs> 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 All right, then uh, that's, that's the only reason I want to bring you on. I just wanted to clarify that. Okay. I know you are very, very busy, and uh, you've got to get your show together for tomorrow. You've got your seek people to speak with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dino loves it. Dino loves the, the, the ammo seek uh, people. ammoseek.com. Yes. It's the best.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you know, I never, uh, I would never allow anybody to sponsor me that I didn't believe or didn't use their product or didn't think was a good product. It's yeah, good I'm trying value for you to get a sponsorship
1: from a pizza place we got over here.
6: <laughs> Are
0: you? <ya? laughs> pizza place. <laughs> All right, Jen. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on, and we'll talk okay. to you later. Thanks.
6: Okay. See. See everybody tomorrow.
0: Yep. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Pizza place.
1: <laughs> Louis and Ernie's.
0: Oh shit! All right. There's two things we have to discuss, Dino and I. First of all, you didn't wish anybody a happy Mother's Day. Happy you? Mother's Day to I forgot. Happy. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I play Mother's Day song every year. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. I, I just, I, I've been, so, this has been such a crazy, crazy day, Dino. I got to explain this to you, okay? And I have sure. to ask you, I have to ask your opinion on something before we get to the fight and how phenomenal uh, Mayweather was. But, um, <clears throat> so I got my bike yesterday. I got it back last night. I drove it last night, I don't know, for maybe 20 minutes and seemed great. So, you know, bring it home. I wake up this morning. Okay, I'm all excited. I'm like, yes, got my fucking bike. I'm excited. I've been waiting three and a half months for this goddamn bike. I get on my bike, take it on the highway, right? Because of course I want to see, you know, how fast it, uh, how fast it can go. Um, phenomenal bike ran great. Doing a buck thirty, no problem. Everything's fine. Get off the highway. I'm driving it around. Everything seems fine. Everything's fine, right? So I actually come back into town where I live. I pull up to a light, okay? I stop at the red light, bike stalls. And then I go to, I'm like, what the fuck, right? So I go to turn it on, nothing. I'm hitting the button, nothing. Nothing's happening. Won't fucking turn over, nothing. So I'm like- No power at all? Nope, nothing. No clicking, no nothing. Okay. So I kind of, you know, I pull it to the side of the road now because I can't fucking get it started. And I, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm sitting there for like 15 minutes, like what the fuck? So finally I hit it and it starts. I'm like, okay. So then I drive it, I don't know, about a half mile. Thing starts fucking spitting like like it's running out of gas, right? But it's got a full tank of gas. You know how like a bike runs out of gas? Right. So it's like just like, rum, rum. I'm like, what the fuck? So, so I pull off a road. I pull off to the side. Fucking thing won't start just dead won't goddamn start at all i'm like what the fuck is going on with this so i want to tell you what it is so i well i'll tell you what it is so i I i'll tell you what it is too i call i call jamie because i'm like i'm just gonna have to have it towed at this point because it's fucking won't even start so she gets there and after about 45 minutes because i'm waiting for this asshole tow truck driver to show up it starts i'm like oh shit right (laughs) so i start driving it driving another half mile, boom, fucking thing fucking stalls again. I'm like, fuck, motherfucker. So now this tow truck driver comes. Mind you, the bike is a mile from my house. Guess how much it costs to tow the bike to my house from a mile? 100 $160. <whistles> so I get I get the bike back, and I'm, I'm fucking irate at this point. I'm like, what the fuck? So I was actually supposed to go riding with uh, – one of the uh, guys that comes into the store, one of the customers. So I called him up and I'm like, dude, I can't go anywhere. My fucking bike doesn't work. And he said, well, you know what? I, I, he's trying to help me out. And I said, Why don't you, you can come over. So him and this other guy, this other customer that comes in all the time, they come over. They come over to the house. They're looking at it. He goes underneath where like the speedo is and all that. And he kind of shakes the wires around and it starts. So he's like, Well, there's where your problem is. This is what the problem was. When I brought the bike in, Dino, one of the things I had fixed was the uh, switch to start the bike was all fucked up. So I had, I told him, I said, just replace the whole thing, replace the whole switch. So they replaced the whole switch. What happened was the wire coming off the switch that goes into the other, that goes into the wire harness. It wasn't in all the way. It wasn't. It didn't. You know how you plug in a harness and it clicks. Right. It wasn't plugged in all the way. It, yeah. It wasn't plugged in all the way. And it worked its way out. And then because he showed it, he pulled it and he goes, look, it just pulls right out. It's not supposed to do that. You can't do that.
1: Wasn't locked in.
0: No, wasn't locked in. So he locks it in. Bike starts right up. I drove it for, I don't know, two, two and a half hours today. Bike works fine. So now this is my question. My question is. Is ob- they fucking didn't put it together right. They obviously didn't fucking click the harness in right, which resulted in my bike dying, which resulted in me having to pay a hundred and sixty fucking dollars to have my bike towed to my house. Now, do you think they should pay for that?
1: Yeah, but they won't.
0: But am I wrong going to them saying, I think you should pay for this? Oh, because- but I'd be
1: shocked if you get the money, but yeah, I would definitely go back to them. I'll give you an example of what happened to me. My, I, I have a, a guy local that's got a a, a car you know, car sh- car shop. Uh, I sent it to him to get an oil change. My wife drove out to South Jersey about two hours away, and all the oil, uh, no oil in the car. So I had to have it towed back. It cost me $460 to get the car towed back to here. Then it had to get taken to the dealership. They and what they found was that the uh, the drain plug and the oil was loose, and that's how she lost all the oil. I went back to the guy who did the oil change, and he gave me a credit for four hundred and seventy dollars.
0: Huh, or four hundred sixty dollars, something like that. Okay, well then, I, then I am. I'm going to go say something.
1: Yeah, probably more than likely. You know, it, it, is it a bike that you a uh, place that you go to that you're going to need again? For work done on your bike?
0: Anything I've ever done. Any of my bikes, I've gone there.
1: Well, I- then they should at least give you some type of a credit for, the, to you know, I wouldn't go crazy, you know, just in case, God forbid, you need them again. And they're going to tell you to go scratch. You got no place to fix your bike. Uh, but I would definitely uh, see if they'll give you a credit f- for the money that you lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I will. Because I, I, I just feel like, you know, they they obviously didn't put it together right. That would have never happened if they had properly put it together, and it cost me $160. bucks. they are fucked up. You
1: just spent a shit ton of money in there, didn't you, getting your whole yeah. bike redone? Yes. I mean, it would be the right thing to do, I think.
0: In fact, when I brought the bike there, I said, take the whole thing apart and whatever it needs, replace. Right. And and, and they did. So did that, you haggle, argue over any money when you were there, or anything like that? Did I haggle? What do you, you mean? In other
1: words, did you get a bill and fight with them over the bill? Or did you no. just pay them? No. All right, then they should have no problem giving you $160. Yeah. No. Because that $160 ultimately is going to cost them 80 if they give you a credit.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yep, that's what I'm going to do then. Because I, I just, I, you know, I was I was so pissed. I was so fucking mad. I'm like, you got to be kidding. I've been waiting three and a half fucking months.
1: i got to tell you the truth, though. <laughs> you ride the motorcycle. You didn't check any electrical connections i mean right away the first thing i thought of when you told me that the bike was losing power like that was your your ground on your battery was
0: loose well no i and, and i knew it wasn't that because they put a brand new battery in it
1: that doesn't mean the ground is not loose well i don't know you know so you should get familiar with the fucking thing a little bit just for your own safety i guess
0: well that's what i have a garage, <laughs> for okay, <laughs> you know, something goes wrong. I gotta say, fix it. That's what I love about them. They're they're like fucking two minutes from my house. Like, hey, if, you know, because they... you
1: bought a shit, fucking Japanese motorcycle.
0: Oh shit!
1: Buy a real bike. That American is
0: a real made. bike. That is a real. I, I'll race you in your bike. I don't race. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: race. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I saw the pictures. The bike looks great.
0: Yeah, no, it did. It, it really came out great, and it oh, it looks beautiful too. It's very fast, and 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 I like going fast, so it's a lot of fun. Okay, we got to talk about we got to talk about the fight. Where's the fight intro? We got a fight intro. Fuck you! A hundred dollar bet. <laughs> it's a fight I'll bet intro. A hundred dollar bet.
1: I'll bet you right now.
0: Right. Mayweather's gonna win.
1: I got Pacquiao. Yeah.
0: Mayweather's gonna win.
1: I don't give a fuck, I hate his guts.
0: Mayweather's gonna win.
1: I don't give a fuck, I hate his guts.
0: <laughs> Why can't we be friends? Why can't we I like this song. <laughs> <laughs> So, last two weeks ago, Dino went on and on and on about how was going to win, was going to win, Pacquiao's going to win. Now, I've been reading this all week on, uh, I like to talk about the fights. Oh, geez. Okay, Russ wants to talk about this, so bring him back on. Oh, fuck him, I know what he's going to tell
1: me. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I'm going to tell you, you know what he did to this fuck? He called me right after we did the show and tried to make a bet with me. To cover his uh, cover on cover himself on the other end, <laughs> that cheap fuck. I did sure you? did because
3: <laughs> you were offered, you Because the reason I did, I couldn't, I couldn't not ask because normally, like I, I bet on Pacquiao, right? I got two to one. That was basically the odds that Vegas was offering. I bet with a friend, but I, I, I had two to one odds. So when I hear you make a bet with Kevin and you're not getting any odds, I'm like, shit, if I make, this, if I make the same bet with Dino, no matter what happens, I win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, now, I, 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 it's not just Dino. There were so many people all week complaining about this fight. Now, the, the, one of the things that people were saying, which Dino was saying, too, oh, the way he was jogging around the fucking ring. Jog, listen. The point of boxing, maybe you guys don't understand, maybe Dino doesn't understand. The point of boxing is to hit your opponent as much as you can and not get hit. What is he f- supposed to fucking stand there and get hit? He he is a Mayweather is a master. He is the best at defensive boxing. You can't fucking catch him, you can't hit him, and as you saw in that fight. Uh, Mayweather landed over forty percent of his punches. Pacquiao only landed nineteen percent of his punches. Mayweather absolutely won that fight. There's no dispute that he didn't. And and saying he's jogging around the ring, what do you know? supposed to sit there and get hit. I mean, <laughs> what do you it
1: was want? To a say? horrible fight. That but, was a terrible fight.
0: But he won the fight. He won fair and square. He hit Pacquiao okay, more. One hundred
1: dollars. Fuck Mayweather. I still don't like him. And I wish he would have fucking fought like a man. I, I, he, how he did looked he like, fight like a man? <laughs> oh my he God. looked like fucking like uh, Jerry Lewis running around in circles around the fucking but ring.
6: That, he, what's, that's what
0: I'm saying. What's he supposed to do, stand there and get fucking punched? He, he, you, know, you know what? And let me tell you something. You were saying he was running around the ring, right? You know how much uh, – do you, you think any boxer could just fucking run around the ring like that if that's what no. he was doing? I didn't say he was out of shape. He's, a, he's an incredible fucking, fucking shape. a fucking track star. He's in incredible shape. And you know what? He's one of the best defensive fighters in the fucking world. And he outboxed Pacquiao and he won fair and square. There's no new career, he's gonna run marathons now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. He is a phenomenal defensive fighter. He doesn't what, get hit.
1: Gonna, when I see you, I'm going to give you hundred dollars, and I want you to take the hundred dollars and stick it up in your ass. That's okay, so
0: so 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 let me ask you this: So is he supposed to stand there and get hit? Would you be more happy if he just stood no, there? And no, no. Fucking-
1: I actually, it would have I, I would like to see two men box. That's what I like to see. I didn't see. I saw fucking. I saw him getting chased around the ring. The whole fucking fight. That's what I know.
0: What you saw is Mayweather fucking punch him and then he would and and, and then put on his masterful defense and not get hit.
1: OK, I, I look, I didn't think it was a good fight. I thought it was horrible. You want to sit there and tell me that you, you, you can honestly tell me that was an exciting fight. It was the fucking I, most no, boring it, fight I've ever it, seen.
0: It wasn't an exciting fight, but I can tell you this. I can tell you, number one. You could tell that Mayweather was nervous. He was definitely nervous. You could tell this was a very important fight to him. He wasn't fucking around, joking around. He was—he—you he, could tell he was worried. But he outclassed him. He outboxed him, and—and he—he defended the guy. Only landed nineteen percent of his punches. It's amazing. He's an amazing boxer. He's one of the best. He is the best boxer of all time, oh, undefeated. Bullshit. Undefeated, Bull best of all time. Shit, he best is of all
1: time. <laughs> I heard he compared um, himself to fucking Muhammad Ali. Uh,
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah he's... Get the fuck out of here. Right. He's the best. Well, Dino, I agree with
3: a lot of the things that you said, but he is the best boxer of all time. It's not he. he's Statistically boring. Statistically speaking, yes, he is the best boxer of all time. He it, Boring, but technically excellent, you know? Yep. But um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I think I think this fight really—I mean, boxing has been dying for a long time. I think this fight is really going to hurt boxing for a very, very long time because they were able to, you know, all the hype. Five million pay-per-view buys, which mean, and you know, a lot of those buys are party where there's like 10 people there. So there was, there was millions and millions of people watching the fight. So much excitement. And, yes, it was boring. Uh, there were two good rounds. Um, otherwise, it was boring. But, I mean, you know, it, it, we've seen Mayweather do this 41 times. So we know, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what you're complaining about, Dino, because you knew exactly what to expect. He's a defensive boxer. So, okay, fine. But here's what, what killed it was that it was it was so boring. But you got all these people excited. A lot of those people who bought the fight it was probably the first time they ever did a pay-per-view boxing. It, it, it was it was so hyped up and everything. And the fight was so boring. I really think it's going to kill the sport because who's going to buy who's going to buy another one after this? Certainly, I mean I don't know how many fights Mayweather has got left in him, but nobody's going to buy his next fight. It's going to be against some jerk off. Any what's that? One more fight he's got. That's it. So he says. So he says. But I think he's going to chase Marciano's record. But anyway.
0: Yes, he's going to chase the it, record.
3: It, yeah, I think so. Yep. Um, and he can do it easily just by beating some flunkies. It doesn't even matter, you know. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to kill the fucking sport because it was so boring. Nobody – let me put it to you this way. There was a time in America where every single person, man and woman – knew who the heavyweight champion of the world was. Yes. In fact, more, more people knew who the heavyweight champion of the world was than who the vice president was. That's how, that's how far today, ask people who the, who the heavyweight champion is. I, I guarantee you less than 10% of the people know who it is. And for good reason. There's nobody exciting anymore. They got the people excited, and then it's going to be at least a decade. So, I don't know, an exciting boxer would have to come along or something. Because after that, people are done with the sport.
0: But but I disagree with you. Boxing has already started to make a comeback before this fight, Russ. There are, they already went back. I don't know which network it is, NBC, CBS, or ABC. But one of them has already brought back the uh, it's either Friday or Saturday night fights. And that was brought back before this whole thing. Boxing has already start, started to make a return before this fight now what this fight would have done is it would have really put it up there it would it would have just you know it would have sped up the process i i don't think it hurt it i think fighting is i think boxing is making a comeback and it's also making a comeback because this mixed martial arts bullshit is, is going away people don't give a shit about that anymore um but boxing, I, that true. is true that that mixed nobody cares about that Fucking it's stupid UFC popular. crap! It's no, po- it's more
4: no. Than boxing.
0: People don't care. It's it's getting old. People check don't the give ratings, a
3: shit. My friend, check the ratings.
0: People don't care. It kills
3: boxing. It kills it. Now, now, this program you were talking about, this Friday Night Fighter, I'm not familiar with it. Is that just boxing, or is it like reality TV?
0: Thing? No, 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 no. It's bo- it's boxing matches. Like back in the day, years and years and years ago, when they used to show uh, boxing matches on network television at night. They brought that back. It's back now. And it's back because boxing has been making an upswing. And, uh, again, this fight, if it, if it went uh, great, then it would have really skyrocketed it. But, unfortunately, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the most exciting fight in the world. But uh, I, I don't think this, this is going to destroy boxing. I, I, think, I do think boxing is coming back. I think there are a lot of people out there the, that appreciate the, uh, the art of boxing. The undercard
1: fights were fucking good.
0: The Uh, first undercard
1: was fucking excellent. Yes. Yeah, it was great.
0: Nobody was watching,
1: but yeah, it was great. Hey, Dino, I I got a question for you. So,
3: two and a half hours before the fight, um, Pacquiao's team disclosed uh, that he had a major shoulder injury. um, Day of the fight, two and a half hours before. And as far as I can tell... That's kind of all he has to do. Um, I, I think that's legal. I think, but you know, in the boxing rules or whatever. No, he did not but disclose.
0: He did not disclose it to the to the Nevada Boxing Commission. That's why he's being sued. That's why he's in so much trouble now.
3: Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's not, it's not a hundred percent clear. I, I, I've heard that he did, and then I've heard that he didn't. It's not clear. But but either way, my question for you, Dino, is. Yeah, obviously, it wasn't released to the public. That's for damn sure. So if you knew about that, Dino,
1: would you have made that bet with Kevin? About a, an injury? Uh, yeah. I probably still would have made the bet. <laughs> okay. Well, I well, made yes, that well, bet. Most people wouldn't I, have. I made that, most I people made that wouldn't have. Completely I – I, I really in my heart knew uh, – thought that Mayweather was going to win. I wanted Pacquiao to win so fucking bad that I, that I made the bet. Yeah, I, under, I understand that, and that's part of the
3: reason why I bet on Pacquiao too, but the odds were they were good enough. Two to one for me was good enough. Say, so, hey, maybe he can get lucky and land like a big shot and knock him out. Maybe that, you know, which was basically his only hope. But if I had known about that injury – there's no way I would have made that bet. And if the world knew about that injury, there's no way the odds would have been two to one. It would have been at least three to one. And
0: that's you know? why he's being so, sued because people wouldn't have bet. People wouldn't have bought the fight. People wouldn't have bought tickets to see the fight. If they knew he was injured, a lot of people probably would have bought it on pay per view. They said it's just going to be a joke. He's going to lose. So why am I going to pay to watch him lose?
3: That's because yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like the, the party I was at, You know, he bought the paper—he bought it, you know, a couple hours before the fight, you know, which he—who knows? I mean, he probably would have gotten it anyway, but it it sucks. It really sucks because so many people, they just got gypped,
0: you know? Well, you know, the only thing that gets me is you have a lot of people that feel like Dino who don't like Mayweather because he's cocky and he's arrogant. He brags about his money. The fact of the matter is, Russ, that he is the hardest-working man in boxing. He fucking trains 24-7, night and days, a fucking machine. He's disciplined. He works his fucking ass off. And that's why he is the best boxer and undefeated, the best boxer of all time. And to, to take that away from him because you may not like that he's arrogant or brags about his fucking money is absurd. You cannot not like him all you want. You could say, I think he's an arrogant fucking cocky fuck. But don't take away from the guy he's the best boxer of all fucking time because well, c- he is. I, 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 happen
3: to, I happen to agree with you, Kevin. I don't like him personally. I don't like his attitude. I, I, I think he's very rude and disrespectful, but he's the best fighter of all time. You, you, you cannot take that away.
1: You can, you can believe both things.
0: Okay, Dino, you can't take that away. Uh, fuck
1: him. <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> he doesn't. You're not going to change my mind.
0: <sighs> oh, okay. I thought I could, but I guess I can't. Yeah. It's a shame. And,
1: I, and I'm sending you ninety dollars. <laughs> ninety. <laughs> oh no no. I got a I got a better idea. Do you know? What?
3: Give him a give him a hundred thousand pennies. <laughs>
1: That's a great idea. <laughs> that's a great idea I'd go to the, the bank and get a
6: big the the, the,
3: the the shipping will kill you but imagine
0: you know <laughs> I, I would I would uh, put it on my uh, fireplace mantle
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh all right well all right guys see you later all right man talk to you later yep I just, you know, it, it's wonderful. Mayweather is going to go for the record, and he is going to get the record, and he's going to end his career as the greatest boxer of all time, and that's it. Undisputed. Undisputed. Everybody, get over it. He's the greatest boxer of all time. He will end his career as the greatest boxer of all time, and that's it. End I'll the story. tell
1: you what he is. He's the smartest boxer of all time.
0: He's also the smartest boxer as well. Yes, he is. I don't know. It just drives me crazy. All these people get all pissed off. Oh, fucking! You He's so arrogant. So what? Fuck you. It's a great fighter. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> oh, shit. Holy cow. The time is flying by. All right. Well, we're, wait. Is that everything? I think that's everything. I wanted to... do Oh, yeah. I just want to mention real quick. Because uh, I was going to have this guy on, and I'm not going to now because I don't need to. Jeannie K had uh, this guy Aaron on. He's the director of A Billion Lives. Listen to Jeannie's show. I think this documentary is phenomenal. Uh, I, I, it's great that she had him on and uh, learn more about the documentary. This is actually a real documentary, Dino, that's funded, not something where they're going, hey, can the community give us money? It's actually a funded movie, and the guys that are making it aren't even fucking vapors. They just want to point out the, the, the outrageousness that's going on with, with vaping in our government. It's fantastic. Listen to Jeannie's show. It's on the replay. His name's Aaron. He's directing this documentary, A Billion Lives. And listen, listen, listen to it. You too, Dino. You got to listen to it. I will. <laughs> you, you must listen. All right. That's it. We're good. We will talk to you next week. Certainly, I know you've got. Uh, you're in velocity hell right now, and you gotta. Ugh, we're out. all in velocity hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must. You must meet the demand of the people. People demand velocities.
1: You gotta see me and Cisco in the shop. You know mm-hmm. those fucking headsets with the mic, with the with the um, the magnifying glasses built into them. Yep. The two of us sitting there like analyzing shit. We look like two mad scientists.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. The people uh, people can't wait. They cannot wait. They're super excited. They need their velocities, and they need them now. Well, they're getting them. <laughs> All right. We will uh, talk to you next Sunday. All right, my friend. All right, man. Later. Take care. All right. Wonderful. That is our show. What a wonderful fucking show this is. Monday, <laughs> Monday, six o'clock Eastern Standard Time, you have Anton Annie with Raven Grim. Tuesday at nine o'clock, you have Russ with ClickBang. Wednesday, you have Dimitri with Smoke Free Radio. Thursdays at nine, you have Genie with the Genie K Show. I'll be back next Sunday, along with Dino, nine o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for listening. We are done and I am out.